This episode of Vegas Revealed is sponsored by Targeted Tax Relief. Do you need peace of mind and want the IRS off your back for good? Do you dread getting the mail or filing your taxes? Targeted Tax Relief specializes in resolving really tough issues with the IRS. Yeah, whether you're someone who has the IRS on your back because of owed taxes, or maybe you're an accountant or a CPA with clients who have tax issues, Targeted Tax Relief can help. Targeted Tax Relief's enrolled agents can directly negotiate with the government on your behalf. They can come up with a debt resolution settlement. Give Tracy and her team a call at Targeted Tax Relief today. The number is 888-843-4113. You'll get a free consultation, so it doesn't hurt just to pick up the phone and call. An operator is standing by 24 hours a day to take your information down. And keep this in mind, it is confidential and secure. The number again, 888-843-4113. Or go to targetedtaxrelief.com. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 109. A new from-the-ground-up casino just broke ground. We take you on location for a first look at what this property will deliver. Now, this is a breath of fresh air. Find out which resorts on the Strip have the best air quality. And live like the king of pop. We reveal how much it'll cost you to buy Michael Jackson's former Las Vegas estate. Let's get right to it and spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed. Thanks so much for being here. Sean McAllister along with Dana Roselli. And uh, you may have noticed, maybe not, but some of you may have noticed that the the podcast is posting a little later on this uh, Saturday posting date. It's because Roselli over here had to run off to see the Chippendales. <laughs> it was their 20th anniversary. Listen, we celebrate everything Las Vegas, right? At all times. Yeah, I know. Usually, you know, we schedule it for... Well, there's a couple factors, Sean. Let's not put it all on me and Chippendales. We did go to the groundbreaking of a new hotel casino that's, that's going right. up. And that was on Friday. And then I had to run off to Chippendales. So, you know, we are a couple... Well, a few hours later than normal. But, you know, that's a nice thing about a podcast, right? That's true. (laughs) And you still get the alert when you subscribe that uh, a new episode is posted. So Uh, here we are. I know. 109. Um, So we're going to talk more in depth about the Chippendales and their 20th anniversary next week. Um, But Vinny from Jersey Shore is again in the show and hosting the show. He's a celebrity host He's, I think this is his third time doing it. He's yeah, great. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the crowds come in for Vinny. I mean, they love him. Jersey Shore is such a obviously popular, popular reality show from many, many, many years. And so the crowd, I had my cousin in from Jersey. Anyway, it's going to be a whole oh, thing. Oh, it's like a whole Jersey connection. It's a whole Jersey connection. Oh, this will be good. Yeah. But... I can't wait for that. <laughs> also, uh, coming up just in a little bit here on this episode, we'll be taking you to that groundbreaking of the Durango Casino and Resort, which is in uh, the southwest part of the Las Vegas Valley. And you're going to hear about everything that's planned over there. And that's coming up in just a few minutes. But first, 
We have had the first Britney Spears sighting in Las Vegas. Yeah. Since she like canned all of her shows here. Right. Well, that and uh, she wasn't allowed to go a lot of places. Well, that's poor true. thing, right? Now that the conservatorship is over, she's free. I know. So her and her fiance came and stayed at Resorts World because I think they were attending one of those UFC fights. And it was his birthday, Sam Asghari. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad they're still together. They've been together a few years now and seem really happy. He seems like while, he really yeah. cares about her. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. And apparently they, you know, they did a bunch of things in Las Vegas, but um, in, in resorts world, but a lot of them were kind of closed off. So it was, you know, them and their friends. She still has to be pretty private. I can only imagine she gets kind of mobbed. So, but they had a great dinner apparently at Wally's. And they did a little dancing, which she showed on her Instagram with some friends. She looked like she had a nice time. Well, she's always dancing on Instagram. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, her and her fiance, Sam, were <laughs> dancing together, like out after dinner or whatever. But yeah, she loves a good dance. And yeah, stuff. she got a lot of stuff on her Instagram. <laughs> yeah, there is. Uh, but it was good to see Brittany back yeah. here in Vegas and perhaps a sign that maybe Resorts World could be wooing her mm. for a residency over at, at their theater. Could be. Of could course, be. that is the home to Carrie Underwood, Katy Perry, Luke Bryan. Eventually, Celine Dion will be hitting the stage there. So Brittany could fit in pretty well in the lineup. I know. I almost feel like she definitely needs to kind of chill for a little bit, though, but that's just my thought. But she keeps pointing out how she loves feeling like a normal person even though she'll never be normal but you know maybe she needs some time with that but yes who knows but you know like you're saying with resorts world i mean they have to do the woo well in advance so could be down the road could be two years could be a year who knows but cultivating that relationship is the first step Mm -hmm. and they seem to have a great time at resorts world that's for sure and that theater i mentioned last week i was going to katie perry sean's already kind of talked about the show because you went before i did but just wanted to Quick recap for me. Loved it. Again, loved the theater. The crowd was... I loved seeing all the Katy Perry fan club outfits. I was going to say, were people dressed oh, up? Oh, yeah. Dressed up in all sorts of different things. We had It was great people watching, and they were true fans. Uh, the show was great. I loved the variety. The, the props on set were just larger than life. I really have never, ever seen a stage like that no. in Las Vegas. no. I was like, at one point toward the end, when the curtain closed and came back open, I was like, where are these things even like getting pushed in from? They are so large. I can't remember which one it was. But it was a really, one of the toys or something. I was like, this is huge. Well, and I I understand, I was talking with one of the executives who oversees the, the shows over at Resorts World, mm-hmm. and apparently some of Katy Perry's sets are so large, they just live up in the rafters of the theater. Wow. Because they they can't be like taken down and yeah. you know stored somewhere. They just have to live up there. Oh, so when even Luke when Bryan other performers comes in, he's probably like, "Get Katie's stage pieces off yeah, my he, backstage." He looks up there and there's like <laughs> ducks just hanging in the ceiling above him. And apparently, he just revealed recently. I think, um, yeah, he went to her show and enjoyed it. He said he had never seen a show like that, but now she owes him a visit to his show. And I think she's going to love it because it's yeah. a completely different show. It is. But still equally as entertaining. Right. And then along those lines, you mentioned Carrie Underwood. She, like, stole the red carpet at the ACM Awards that were here in Las Vegas at sure Allegiant did. Stadium. She yep. looked gorgeous, right? She, she did in that silver mini dress. Yeah. And then she had on another outfit that was another, like, sparkly, rainbowy 
silvery thing. <laughs> right, rainbowy. She had three outfits, I think, at the ACM Awards, which mm-hmm. were over at Allegiant Stadium mm-hmm. here in Las Vegas, and a great venue. I think they did a great job showcasing Las Vegas, uh, even though they you know, kept the award show confined to Allegiant Stadium with that big window that looks out over the Las Vegas Strip. Right. You know, there were so many moments where you're like, yep, this is a Vegas show. Mm -hmm. It's not just like it was stuck in some arena somewhere. It looked like it was in the middle of Vegas. Yeah. Great place for award shows. It is. Right? It is. Because I was recently asking someone, and this isn't, I'm not trying to knock Allegiant Stadium, but someone recently went to Metallica that I know, and I said, how was the show? How was the sound? And they went, not great. And so, like, you know, we've talked about the sound issue before. So I, I think wonder... even for Billy Joel's show, he yeah. mentioned it during the show. Did he? Yeah. What? Well, what, do they solve that problem or they just say, hey, it's a stadium show. Deal with it? I mean, I think over time there might be Tweets? solutions for it, but it is a stadium. And yeah. I think when you're in a stadium, you're not going to find acoustics that are perfect. Mm -hmm. I think to some degree there is going to be that bounce back is what they call it. You know, the, the noise just bouncing off of different surfaces because let's face it, it was built for football. It wasn't specifically built as a music venue with perfect acoustics. Mm -hmm. Right. So you just kind of have to deal with the situation you're given in some of those venues. Yeah, and I know, like, some people say if you're on this side, it's better. So I'm sure people, I guess that's kind of a tip. Like, if you're going to go to a show at Allegiant Stadium, maybe do a little research and see where people have said, in this section, the sound was great, you know? Or, like, in this section, it wasn't. And maybe it just depends on where you sit. And I think the further back, if you sit uh, straight on to the stage, Mm -hmm. like, if you're looking at the stage, but your seats are, like, pretty far back at the far wall of the arena, that's where you're going to experience a lot of the bounce back. Okay, okay. But you know what? The stadium's so cool. It's And it's just amazing. a good time to be in there that, I mean, Billy Joel, you know, know. a cocktail in your hand, the scenes from Allegiant Stadium, it's great. <laughs> so it's worth it. Amazing. Let's talk iHeart, because I know you got uh, some information this morning sent right to your inbox about the iHeart Music Festival coming up. Yeah, iHeart Radio Music Festival coming back to Las Vegas, uh, coming up in September, so still some time to plan for it. Uh, they're doing the, uh, you know, the nighttime festival mm-hmm. uh, with the main stage, but they're also going to bring back the daytime stage, which is going to be held over at Area 15, that big entertainment complex we've mentioned a few times mm-hmm. here on Vegas Revealed. It's just off of uh, the I-15 highway across from a little bit west of the Strip. Um, But at any rate, they have announced uh, some of the performers who are set to uh, be there for the daytime festival. Among them, Avril Lavigne, Mm. who has a new single out right now, by the way. And did you know that this is the 20th anniversary of her song Skater Boy? No. 20 freaking years. Yeah, that's crazy. Since that came out. Also, Five Seconds of Summer, uh, Chloe, Willow, Chase Rice, Lotto, Carly Pierce, Gail, and Lauren Spencer Smith also on the lineup. <laughs> I know Avril Lavigne and uh, Five Seconds of Summer. <laughs> I know Carly Pierce. And I'm sure, and yeah, Chase I do too. Rice. Yeah. I mean, and I probably know like the music, but it's it's attaching the name to the music. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really and am. And I said, I said Lotto, old. but it could be Lado. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds like a great lineup. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> it, it does. The kids They're, are going to be super excited about it. All names I've seen before, so they must be hot, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the iHeartRadio Music Festival, always a big weekend here in Las Vegas. There's usually, that's usually the same weekend as the Life is Beautiful Festival downtown. It is usually. Yeah, I can't believe September. We're talking about September already. I know. Yeah, and Life is Beautiful tickets went on sale too. They're the early birds, but they usually sell out right away. I think we mentioned that. So keep checking the Life is Beautiful uh, website because they release tickets in yeah. spurts. Yeah. All right, let's talk air quality because this is a big one. I think everyone's going to be really interested to hear this one, this conversation we are about to have. And I'm all hyped up because, Sean, what did you put in this coffee? You poured me coffee. And I'm like, I usually like a splash of cream, but you doused something in here. And wait, it is sweet. You were pouring the coffee. I was pouring the creamer. And you said, give me a little splash. And I gave you a, a little splash according to my standards yeah sean likes like four sugars creamer all that i know how to make his coffee i like my coffee to taste like candy yeah and this is uh that's the hazelnut creamer coffee mate this long splash is i feel like my hands are shaking (laughs) now you know what it's like to be me all day long okay (laughs) all right well let's talk air quality air quality now that we've got our uh coffee preferences out of the way so there is this uh startup company out of the Bay Area. It's called Wind. They do W-Y-N-D. It's like an air purifier company. Mm -hmm. Um, And their air purifiers also like take in some analytics Mm -hmm. uh, to study what's in the air and how good the air quality is in your home or in your office, wherever you have these machines. Well, they ended up doing a study of 28 hotel casinos on the Las Vegas Strip to compare air quality okay. standards. And the results were pretty astounding. Okay. Obviously, there are some uh, resorts that did much better than others. Uh, they released the top three resorts with the best air quality. Those are Win Las Vegas, mm. Aria, and Park MGM. Okay. Which Park MGM is the only non-smoking resort right. on the Las Vegas Strip. So that's obviously really helped the air quality inside helped that. helped tremendously. I mean, it's made the list. I mean, that's a big deal. But also, you got to think about the fact that Aria and Wynn both have really high ceilings in their casino areas. Mm-hmm. So that's got to help with ventilation, I would imagine, too. Um, so those are the three best. And then I know Aria, because I used to live right next door uh, in the high-rise. Two, there's two high-rise buildings, and it was like a very, uh, it was like an all-green building, and I believe city center itself. They have a lot of technology that was added um, to have them be like a green certified yes. or like leaf Eco-front. certified. Right. There was some certification that they got that that really proved that they had a lot of that you know, good green technology built in. Right. So so I'm glad almost to see Aria make the list to, and, and maybe that helps, you know, and, and, and it adds to it. Because, I mean, I think when you put all that effort in and make sure that you're using certain equipment and, and having specific designs that it, in the end it's worth it and you do it for a reason. So it's nice to see that Aria has some good air quality. Yeah, and so as I mentioned, the, the top three 
resorts okay. were named in this list. Are we the, naming the bottom three or no? Well, no. Okay. The bottom three were not named. Not named. That's right. However, the, is... the, the, the discrepancy between best and worst is drastic. I mean, I might we might need to pause and just put in a little dramatic music right here. Okay, give it to us, Sean, because I know you got the report right in front of you. The worst casinos are 80 times, their air quality is 80 times worse than what you would find at Wynn, Park MGM, or at Aria. Wow. And just to give you an idea of how bad that air quality is, it is worse than the concentration of dust and pollution that you would find on a bad air quality day in Beijing or New Delhi. Oh my goodness. And we've all seen those pictures where their skyline, you, you can't even yeah. see it because it's all dust and smog and gross pollutedness. Mm. The worst casinos on the strip oh. are worse than that. Oh my goodness. And it's enclosed oh. and there's probably low ceilings and you're just in there like breathing all that crap directly <laughs> into your lungs. But it's Vegas, baby. I mean, come on. <laughs> Ugh. Is there such thing as Vegas lung? I don't know. I think there should be. Well, I'm hoping, even though it does not reveal the names, that, that the the casinos themselves were made aware and that they will now make some improvements, realizing that they are at the bottom of the list 80 times worse than the top three. I hope so. Yeah, Man, that is pretty disgusting. Healthy. And it does make a good case for uh, keeping that mask in your back pocket. <laughs> All right, well... <laughs> that's that now you know um when it comes to air quality be aware it's not something sometimes we all think about so all right completely switching gears from air pollution to the late king of pop i think a lot of people know that for a time period in the early 2000s michael jackson lived here in las vegas with his kids that's right and, and for a portion of that he stayed with that well not with but he stayed at the compound that the sultan of brunei owned over there near spanish trail right i remember i when i was in the helicopter reporting we used did to fly, fly over. over oh yeah we used to fly oh, over did you ever see anything I, fun no i didn't but oh. it, we would look around and, and did you like buzz the tower over there <laughs> Just a go really bit. low. We look uh, being in the helicopter. Well, we'll have to have a conversation about that another time because it was a. I got a lot of stories. Oh, I of bet the things we used to see and do and and maybe break some rules. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. So he lived over there, but then he he kind of went on his own and rented a home right near uh, like Sahara and Buffalo. That's on the in the north direction west of the Strip. Yeah, and that's up for sale. It is up for sale. Uh, Big time. <laughs> so you could live, own the mm -hmm. estate where Michael Jackson lived for a, a period of time in 2006. If you have $9.5 million mm -hmm. just laying around. Yeah. Now, let's discuss this because I was looking around at the house. Like, definitely with the way prices are now, I get it. That's in the... Do you think that's a $9.5 million estate? When I look at it, I'm like, it's nice, but it's not. It's near the lakes, but there's a lot of, like, homes around it and I don't know, it's, like, the best area in the world. I don't know. There's a lot of things that I feel like doesn't make that $9.5 million. I mean, it is a big place. I don't know. I mean, I would, first of all, I don't <laughs> have nine, nine and a half million to drop on a house. No, but I mean, listen. 
It is what it is. Okay, so it's up for $9.5 million. And somebody will get it for that, I'm sure. And Although, it looks gorgeous. It is a 17,000 square foot house. It's very big. But it's, it's always so weird, though, because it's like it's Vegas. But you know what? <laughs> the current owners bought the house in 2010 for $3.1 million. See? So it's three times more than, than what they paid for it. So they're making a pretty penny. Wow. They did put, they did change a lot of things. Okay. I guess Michael Jackson had put in amusement park rides oh. and had a little zoo out back. Okay. They removed yeah. a, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Updated it. Did their own upgrades. Right. St- nine, nine and a half mil. Mm. I remember when he passed in 2009, a lot of people left flowers and candles and pictures and stuff outside that gate. Because they knew that he had lived there at one point. It was kind of a way for Las Vegans to... And then in Janet Jackson's recent documentary that just released on uh, Lifetime, she drives by that area and kind of talks about how she tried to visit Michael many times when he lived in Las Vegas. So anyway, um, it's up for sale. And our friend Czar is the realtor on it, or his his agency anyway. Czar is, you know... Real estate agent of the stars. He's uh, the best when it comes to that. And uh, he just always has amazing properties for sale. You always know Zara's going to be the one that's that's in charge. By the way, uh, that $9.5 asking mm-hmm. price is about uh, $560 per square foot. Wow. I was just thinking as you were saying that. We need to have Zara on the show. We do. He's a great interview. He used to come on channel 13 where he used to work all the time and we have to do that let's do that that would be good he's got stories i know i know he has stories some stories he can talk about some he can't oh we'll have to do anonymous stories oh yeah he can give the story and then we can try and guess right who's involved i have a story but i can't say unless i ask him (laughs) (laughs) about a certain diva Oh. Anyway, we'll see. We'll talk Ooh, to Zara, okay. see if we can reveal some stuff. All right. <laughs> All right. What else are we talking about? We've got a Brittany, Michael. What else? Uh, we are going to talk. Well, let's talk money because I know that our listeners are always interested in how much Las Vegas takes in year after year. Yeah. And, you know, every time we talk about this, Dana, it seems like the numbers just keep going up mm-hmm. and up and up. And there are some new numbers out that show that that revenues are up like seven and a half percent over what they were in 2019 before the pandemic. I know, because, I mean, we expect numbers to be higher than 2020, right? Right. That's just not, not a good comparison. Here. No. <laughs> but then when you look 2019, we were like, wait, what? How? But it's incredible, the, the gaming numbers. And I saw some people chatting about it um, online, and they were saying, well, like a lot of the shows weren't open, so people gambled True. more. Uh, you know, there were reasons that you know, maybe the gaming was up. But when we were looking at this article in Forbes, I was looking at some of the actual games that brought in a lot of money. And apparently roulette did really well in 2021. I actually did play a lot of roulette. Did you? Well, because I think I wonder if people are like, well, things happen to them. And so they're like picking numbers. Like, this is my lucky number. I'm going to put, you know, this amount on it or, or whatever. But roulette helped bolster apparently the numbers with a total win of $428 million. Wow. Which is an all-time record. You know what I also wonder about roulette? That's one of the games on the casino floor that uh, a lot of casinos are starting to do like that stadium seating mm-hmm. with one roulette wheel 
there's yep. a dealer down there, but it allows more people to play True. at one roulette wheel rather than like the standard table format that we've seen before. So I wonder if that's contributed to that. Yeah, I mean, it could be, it could be. And and people feel less intimidated, you know? Right. Because sometimes when you're, you're standing around, you're worried you're going to do something wrong or whatever. But yeah, that could definitely be it. Interesting that's an all-time record. Sportsbooks collected $8.1 billion in wagers Jeez. and won $445.1 million, both all-time records. Gosh. Isn't that crazy? And then slot machines remained apparently the cash cow in 2021. State collected $9.2 billion last year from slots. Another all-time record for Nevada and a 16.4% increase over 2019. Isn't that crazy? Well. So, hey, people have their preference and and. Apparently, they want to come to Vegas, or they wanted to come to Vegas and gamble in 2021. We'll take it. And we love to say it. Thanks for, yeah. you know. <laughs> making our state tax-free. Making our state tax-free <laughs> and letting us live here in a happy way. <laughs> and uh, speaking of gaming, we have another mega resort going up on the Strip, um, and it's going to be done in 2023. So I want to talk about that. Then we'll get over to the groundbreaking in the southwest part of the valley. So I love to hear like new things, you know, in the works and opening. So they're going ahead with construction on the Fountain Blue Resort and it's going to be beautiful. They released some rendering, Sean. You and I were looking at it and we were going, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. It looks really nice, right? Gorgeous. (laughs) Multiple pools, contemporary design, uh, you know, they have gaming and, you know, restaurants, but they're really pushing also how much space they're going to have for conventions. And it's right next to the brand new convention center. Right. So, so it'll be a great spot for that. The proximity is terrific. And I mean, it really does just look stunning. The uh, ballroom is one of the pillarless Ballroom, So it's just this giant open space, one of the largest ballrooms in all of Las Vegas. That's in addition to all of the convention space. There's a 90,000 square foot theater that's Ooh, going to be a part of this property, too. So who's going to perform there? I don't know. I'm I guess they, they might need to compete with their neighbor across the street to yeah. steal Britney's affection. Well, Sean and I are available for hosting gigs. but yeah it does look gorgeous and yeah the coloring i love the coloring it's like the blues and blues grays silvers yeah yeah. some gold in there and even we were even looking at like the the loop where you valet looks nice yeah (laughs) it does i love it um i'm just happy it's going to be done i think that that people have been looking at that waiting for it to you know finish and finally it's like moving ahead i see lights on i live across the street i see the lights on and the work being done and and i'm looking forward to 2023 it'll be here before we know it yeah and uh you'll notice if you come to vegas soon it's that big blue building at the north end of the Las Vegas Strip. It's got the big logo FB mm-hmm. up on the, the side of the building now. So it's very identifiable, very classy. Can't wait for that to, to open up and get inside. I know. And just really fill that whole area out really nice too, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, I think I think that's going to be a great addition. So we look forward to the Fountain Blue. I, I was telling you a story that I when I was younger, my, our par- my parents took us to the uh, Fountain Blue in Miami. Okay. And we went there. 
specifically to go to the pool that we saw so many pictures of because it was amazing. And uh-huh. they were like, okay, well, we went on this little cruise. And they were like, well, we'll stay at the hotel and the kids can play in the pool. And then when they got there, the pool was closed for renovation. Oh, no. But they never, they didn't know that oh, when no. they made the reservation. <laughs> and my parents were furious. So Ugh. we went out there, had our towel. And they're like, oh, sorry. It was like such a bummer. Well, Such a bummer. Maybe you can bring the Roselli family yes. back out to Vegas and have like a redemption pool day. I hope so. At Fountain Blue Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, man. But I love the name. I love the Fountain Blue. It's iconic. Iconic. So I look forward to adding that to the Las Vegas Strip. All right. Switching gears, Dana. It's hard to believe there's actually more news about new resorts in Las Vegas. This one uh, is a new resort casino that's being built from the ground up in the southwest part of Las Vegas. Yeah, we got an invite about a week ago, and it said, you need to dress desert chic. And I was all excited. I said, we got to go to this, Sean. And we showed up, and this is pretty cool. It really is. I've never seen uh, an active construction site with the mock-up of a hotel room, with drinks, with photo ops, a bell cart that's branded with the Durango Resort and Casino logo, a big logo out in the desert. There's a classic T-Bird out here. Also out here is Station Casino President Scott Krieger, who's with us now. And man, Scott, you've got a lot going on out here. It's been a busy week. Yeah, so first of all, you guys can't play with the tractors while you're here. Uh, and secondly, yeah, it's been a, it's been a great week, uh, culminated by bringing uh, our team members out to the site and our ownership and celebrating the groundbreaking of Durango Station, uh, which is on 215 and Durango, and it will be our next evolution of Station Casino. Well, tell us a little bit about that, because we know that this has been the plan for a long time. Excited to finally hear that it is happening. But will this casino and resort be like the other ones, or will it have differences? Can you give anyone maybe any tidbits or insight? Yeah, I think it'll be both. Okay, we never stray far from our traditional station casinos, uh, amenities, service, and product, because our customers love that. So, but what we try to do with each of these is raise the bar a bit and make sure that we're relevant to the day and age. And so we spend a lot of time understanding what our customers like. We spend a lot of time thinking about what we did in our last project and we try to really bring all of that together into something that's contemporary, fresh, and fun. So when we talk about, obviously, this is going to be a a new casino here in the southwest part of the valley. Um, When we talk about the rest of what the resort is going to offer, can you dive into some of those details? Yeah, I can. So first and foremost, we're in the gambling business. So we'll have a wonderful casino with all the best games uh, that has a great atmosphere and is fun to be in. Secondly, we'll surround that with uh, four signature restaurant boxes because food and beverage is really important to us. And we want to make sure that we uh, provide something that's very unique and something that's new to market. So we're not going to announce yet who those tenant partners are, but in due time, I think you'll be really excited about that. One other feature that we have that's exciting is a nine-unit food hall. And so what we did was we mixed some of the great local chefs and restaurateurs and some uh, regional and national uh, restaurateurs to create a really unique food court, uh, food hall experience. Uh, And then lastly, as you know, sports wagering has become more and more popular uh, with the advent of sports mobile and, you know, our product that we have. 
uh, for cellular sports mobile in Nevada. And so what we want to do is look at the next evolution of a race and sports book experience that integrates dining and entertainment, indoor, outdoor vibe, and really have something special as it relates to the sports, uh, race and sports market. And I always wonder, I mean, so many people love Red Rock, Red Rock on this side of town and go to Red Rock. Do you ever worry it's going to pull customers from there or you just feel like you have enough for everyone? Look, well, I think any business would look at that, and we have. Uh, we really like the Southwest and the amount of dynamic growth that's going on out here uh, and the product that we're going to offer, we think can stand on its own. Uh, and we think that it's going to be complementary to the overall market. So we really don't have much concern that it will be cannibalistic, if you will. We think they're two different unique experiences and we think that it's potentially two different customer bases. And I've been a Green Valley ranch guy for the better part of 20 years here in Las Vegas. That's where I go to get my bingo on. Are you going to have a bingo parlor here at Durango? Well, I'm sorry to say that in our first phase, we do not have a bingo parlor. But I will tell you that I appreciate that you go to a Green Valley Ranch to do that. I actually was the general manager of Green Valley Ranch at one time, and it's a property near and dear to my heart. So, I mean, I feel like um, all your properties people seem to gravitate to and love. What do you think makes it so appealing for locals? And I, I know tourists leave the Strip to go to some of your properties, too. That's our team members. I think first and foremost, it starts and ends there with our friendly team members. Uh, and then I think what we you know, add to that is products that are aligned with what our customers want. So we try not to overthink our customers. We try to stay in line with what they're interested in and what products and offerings they want to see. So we stay very close to our customer in delivering those products. And at the same time, we like to stretch the envelope a little bit. You'll see when we opened up uh, Red Rock, we broke some casino rules. We had a lot of natural light. We had a lot of indoor, outdoor. We integrated the pool with the restaurants. We did a lot of unique things at Red Rock. And so we've taken that theme and integrated it into Durango as well. So you'll see a lot more social and open environments where the energy and vibe is much more dynamic. Uh, and you'll see a lot of that, uh, that more uh, contemporary trend in design that's more promenade-like. And, and we always like to bring a different product to the market that grows the overall market. And uh, speaking of the design, uh, the dress code out here today was Desert Chic. Yeah. Is Desert Chic kind of the overall theme of the design at Durango? Very intuitive. It is. So uh, what we're trying to do here is, is embrace and kind of riff off of the environment that we live in, thus the logo uh, being an agave. Uh, and we found at Red Rock, which has a bit of a little bit more palm desert type of a feel, we felt that that's a very comfortable and welcoming kind of architectural design. So we really wanted to take that to the next level here, localize it a little bit, but you'll see in the color palettes and the designs, a real nod to our environment that we live in. And my big question, is it Durango Casino and Resort or Durango Station? Are they interchangeable? Do both work? Is there a preferred? You can call us whatever you want, but technically, technically is, is Durango a station casino's resort? Got it. You okay? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> we're, we're looking forward to the new property, Dana. I think I'm going to need to get a lookbook all set up so that I know what to wear for the Desert Chic 
atmosphere. I know. And the grand opening. We need to start thinking. There you go. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, guys. Good times. It was a beautiful afternoon. If you want to see more, go to our social media sites. We post some renderings and some pictures. We've got some reels up there. And you can see what Durango Station is all about. I'm allowed to say that, Sean, because he said I could call it whatever I want. Let's get to our tips. Tip number one, <laughs> don't let Sean put creamer in your coffee. Oh, come on. There's a there's a certain portion of the population that would enjoy it. I think my hands are sweating. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, tip maybe, number one. Are you sure you didn't eat too many goalie energies? Uh, no, I actually haven't had any of those today <laughs> because I knew Sean always has the coffee pot going. Uh, but yes, tip number one for real. I wanted to talk about my recent visit to Treasure Island. Uh, had a job there for the show Vegas on that we do and pulled up and needed to valet because I was doing a shoot out on the strip and I didn't, I had heels on, I didn't want to walk really far. And I was like, how much is valet? And they're like, it's free. I'm like, free? what? And they're like, yeah, you know, just, uh, we are one of the very few that still have free valet. Wow. So it was great. I had to work there and I was there all day. It was just such a pleasure you know, and I'm and I'm buying Starbucks, and I'm you know doing a, a piece on something that is happening inside Treasure Island, and I it felt so good to not be charged thirty bucks to leave, and basically be there to promote, spend money inside a property. That is amazing. There are so few places. Is there really anywhere else that has? Free valet? Free well, valet. a lot of the shopping centers do if there's a shopping component, like Crystals yeah. at Aria. And I think, um, I don't know if Forum Shops has free anymore. Last weekend, uh, we were on a separate shoot, yeah. and I dropped a colleague off at a, a property on the Strip. I won't say which one. Okay. But I pulled into the, the through lane up in front. And they were charging $50 for valet. That is ridiculous. And that's exactly what I said when we were pulling in. But with a couple other choice words. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. The road rage came out, Sean, and his road rage. (laughs) (laughs) I love that we got messages from people saying that my darker side came through. I know. Last episode. We're starting to slowly reveal the darker side. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Treasure Island has free valet. Keep that in mind. Anyway, I hadn't been in Treasure Island, to be honest, in a little while since before the pandemic started. So, yeah, you know, they have the show Mystere in there by Cirque du Soleil, the original Cirque show. You know, as I said, they've got a Starbucks. They've got a few restaurants. They have the Gillies in there still and the Senior Frogs. Great casino floor with lots of slot machines. So if you're looking for a place to go and chill and and hang out um, and you haven't visited Treasure Island in a while, might be a good option. I was in there going, you know, I really like this hotel. It's really cute. And I stayed there. Sean, for my bachelorette party. You did? In 2000. I did not know this. I, I just thought of it as we were talking. Oh, my gosh. Did you wear the sash and the uh, crown yeah. and do the whole thing? Okay, I'm now not I'm not married anymore, but everything's fine. We're still friends. All that. Well, that's a whole other story. But anyway, <laughs> that has nothing to do with this. But I did have a bachelorette at one point in my life, and it and my all my girlfriends came into town, and we stayed at Treasure Island. So that we could, you know, have some fun 
and um, not have to, you know, drive home or all that kind of thing. It was before Ubers because it was a long time ago. God, was that back in the days when there was like that social house sushi restaurant in the Christian Audigier? Tangerine. Yes, Tangerine Ultra Lounge. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm like having flashbacks now. Oh, my gosh. I used to be at Treasure Island all the time. (laughs) You know, I have a funny... I got to share this. Hold on, really quick. That night, you're because I know you'll think this is fun. This is literally happening live. I'm thinking of these stories, and I'm actually thinking I have to tell Sean this story, but I might as well just say them. <laughs> At my bachelorette, <laughs> I can't wait. Somebody took out their contacts and put them in little um, cups, like Dixie cups, that were in the in the bathroom. <laughs> and then my friend couldn't find her contacts. <laughs> And she was like, who drank my contacts? Because everyone was kind of tipsy. And my poor friend had no contacts for the rest of the weekend because some drunk of the pack drank the contacts that were on the bathroom counter. Oh, my God. Yeah. That reminds me of when I was a kid. I went to grab a, a... cup of like Sprite or 7-Up off the counter and I took a big swig of it and it was my bubbles for playing outside. It wasn't 7-Up or Sprite oh, at all. Oh, man. It was awful. Oh, jeez. But I've never I've never downed a, a pair of contacts. <laughs> yeah. We don't know who. I'm like, I don't know. But anyway, this is totally sidetracked off the fact that Treasure Island is a fun hotel and they have free valet and parking in the parking garage. <laughs> I've been going on an awful lot of tangents lately. All right. What's your tip? Oh, we just got an email back from the Westgate because you wrote our friend Gordy over there. Yes. Uh, so the Westgate is like hoops central mm-hmm. for the NCAA uh, college basketball tournament. The Westgate is like the place to go. Right. Not only do they have right. the sport the race and sports super book over at the Westgate, but they also turn their theater over at the Westgate into another uh, huge viewing area for fans. And they can fit 1,500 people into that theater to watch the games that are going on. And I think they, they you know, have the big screen up there. It's they cool. have, They split it into sections, so there's multiple games going on at the same time. There's lots of food and drink specials going on over there. Not to mention St. Patrick's Day on March 17th is on the first day of the basketball tournament, too. So you're going to have all these teams oh playing goodness. on Thursday, and it's going to be St. Patrick's Day. Oh, wow. It is going to be nuts it's gonna be nuts here in las vegas the first day of the tournament the first few days are always crazy but add saint patrick's day into the mix it's an event yeah i mean and i hope there's lots of ubers ready to take people around and if not people need to take advantage of walking or using the monorail everyone play it safe that day i think there's gonna be a lot of drinking going on (laughs) and and Save gas by not driving. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but again, uh, the Westgate is the place to be. They have uh, Hoops Central. There's a page on the website of Westgate Las Vegas that's dedicated to Hoop Central that'll give you all the information. You can buy tickets to different days of the tournament. Um, it's going to be a great time. If you're looking for a, a place to go, the Westgate has it down. Yeah, that sports book is really great. I was just recently... 
there. I had a little bite to eat with uh, my friend Frank Marino and Alex, and we ate right there where you and I have gone before. And yeah. It's just it's just a great it's a great spot. It's really unreal how large that sports book is. I know. And again, you can go to westgateresorts.com and you can find the page for Hoop Central and everything they've got going on over there. So that is the second tip of the week. We got free valet. We have Hoop Central. We got you covered. I know. That's a lot. It's been an interesting podcast, I think. A lot of information this week. So we appreciate everyone that keeps stopping us and saying they listen to the podcast. I feel like we're getting that more and more. We love it. Yeah. I was shopping at Banana Republic, and, and the cashier was like, oh, I've listened to your podcast. Today I was leaving my building, and the people at the front desk were like, hey, heard you talking about the Jonas Brothers on the podcast. And we've gotten a couple messages recently, you know, saying that they appreciate Sean's road rage. <laughs> Uh, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so thank you to all the listeners. If you get a chance, please leave us a review on Apple. That always helps. Five stars. And then let us know what you like about the podcast. If you do a little write-up, we appreciate it. And always feel free to send us an email or uh, contact us on, on social media to let us know what you want to hear mm-hmm. on Vegas Revealed, too. If there's a, a topic about Vegas that we haven't talked about that you want to know, let us know. We'll figure it out. Okay. I'm going to go down a glass of water and bring, you know, the consistency of the creamer, break watch, it down a little bit and watch, watch it. Watch your contacts. <laughs> yeah, watch your contacts. Oh, my goodness. All right. I see what you mean. <laughs> ah, oh. <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. Let's get away.